0: Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go to source for straight up business advice. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, resident business coach here, and soon to be published author. For those of you who have been following along on social media, you will know that I have just submitted the first draft of my first ever book called How to Start Your Side Hustle. It was an incredible mission to get that book off the ground and out and finished, Um, but I'm going to share some insights today as to how that dream came about, uh, what it really took. I know that for me it was time to implement all of my own advice on inspiration and motivation and routines and and battling the mind that told me that I couldn't do it. So I'm going to share where that came up for me and how I overcame it. Um, and then I've also got some, some writing tips that were taught to me or given to me along the way or that I learned and, and found that worked. So for those of you who might want to write a book, um, I've got some little tips and hacks in there that might be helpful for you. But let's go back to the beginning. So this book was um, a dream of mine. Writing a book has has been a dream of mine for a long time. It's funny that it was, though, because I was a C minus English student at school, which means that I nearly didn't pass high school because without English, they don't let you graduate. (laughs) It was if it wasn't for public speaking, which was the other element to the written part of English subject, Um, I wouldn't have passed, so I I would get A's in English in public speaking and C's in the writing aspect. So I just scraped by in English, but I knew that, you know, there are a lot of people that I admired and there just seems to be some sort of, you know, reputation or achievement in in publishing a book. So it has been on a goals list for me for a long time. Um, but I, every time I sat down to go, what would that book be? Or you know, maybe I'll write and self-publish, or I'd submit it to a publisher. It never really felt clear to me, and I couldn't really figure out what it, what the title would be, or what I was an expert on. And so I, it was just sitting on my on my dreams and goals list without me ever doing anything about it. And then in 2019, my partner and I went along to Dr. Joe Dispenza's uh, week-long retreat. And it was seven days of intense, crazy meditation practices. We did outdoor activities. We went to talks. We did group work. It was an incredible experience and something that he teaches at that retreat as well as it's in his book, Becoming Supernatural. And I think there's some articles on his website for those of you who want to dive deeper, is this process called Making a Mind Movie. And essentially what it is, is that we've, we made, we were all asked to make a two to three minute video that was a collage of uh, images, videos, um, things that we wanted for our life. So dreams and goals. And so for me, i put in writing a book so i had images of of people that i'd found on the internet who were at book signings um people speaking on stage at their book launches and at dr joe's retreat we would do this really deep meditation that would access our subconscious and then we would watch our mind move in. and the whole concept and you can dive deeper into to his book to understand it because I, I won't go into it today um, but it's about feeding your mind the image, right, of of what's possible and what you really want for your life, and and it's like a, a dream board or a manifestation. So um, that that was in 2019, and even coming home from that retreat, I would keep watching my mind movie after doing my morning meditation, and. It was, I think it was um, November, actually. I've got a bit of a timeline that I wrote out after I finished my book that I'm going to share with you. But it was in November last year that I went along to a friend's birthday lunch. So it was a 30th birthday and I somehow ended up in this conversation with a table full of people, and there was a, we were chatting about a few different people that we knew, and and I got into conversation with this lady who said that she was um, uh, worked at Hardy Grant, the book publishing company, and yeah, we had a chat back and forth, and you know I didn't really think much of it. The next morning, Monday morning, I woke up to an email from Alice from Hardy Grant who had said, I was really lovely to meet you. I've just been through your website. I love everything that you're doing. We have an idea for a book title and we think that you would be the perfect person to write it. And for me, I I woke up on Monday morning and I was like, what? This is crazy. Like, what what did I say that left an impression? Or I don't even remember mentioning my business name. And so for me, I, a little lesson I learned along the way is that when opportunities come your way, how, you have to be prepared to jump on them, right? You have to be proactive and ready to take action. So I wrote back straight away and I said, I'd love to talk more and hear about what you had in mind um, and let's meet up. So I set a meeting with her on Tuesday, kind of cleared my diary and made it work And I sat in a meeting with her and I took along printouts of all the work that I've done, um, my magazine, ebooks that I had written, and I sat with her and talked out um, my career to date and what I had done. And so we went away from that and she asked, I got an email that afternoon saying, here's an example of a book outline and your title will be called How to Start Your Side Hustle. Can you please write me a book outline? What chapters would you do? Can you give me insight into what that chapter would look like and um, why you're the perfect person to write this book? So off I went and I had a week to do it. So I went home straight away and I started mapping out the, the chapters of this book, How to Start Your Side Hustle. And I hustled my ass off to get that um, outline done and to get really clear on it and to write some insights. And I had my little sister help me to um, review it and edit it and I bounced it back and forth with a few people. And after the week, I had about 3,500 words and I sent it off to the publishing company um, and crossed my fingers. And about a week, um, week later... Um, oh no! Actually, sorry. That was so. That was ended up being um, the end of December, and um, it, it was we're nervously waiting for the phone call or for the email back. And around January, I got a offer from the book um, publishing company saying we would love for you. We'd like lo- here's an offer. Here's we'd love you to write this title. Um, we're going to pay you to do it and, you know, it'll be due in, um, in October. Um, so I was completely over the moon, like literally dancing around. My partner brought home champagne. Um, I got word that it was going to be printed and distributed across Australia, US, UK and New Zealand, um, in 2021 So absolutely over the moon, it was, like, completely mind-blowing for me that this dream had somehow fallen in my lap, being in the right place at the right time, like crazy. Um, But it didn't take long. Literally, I think, you know, the next morning after celebrating with champagne, I woke up and was like, can I really do this? I was, like, complete self-doubt, complete overwhelm, like, I can't write a book like what (laughs) this is massive and I was actually talking to a good friend of mine, um, Tess Ginry, who's written a couple of books as well herself and we were bouncing back and forth why this fear and self-doubt comes up and I think for me it was really clear that I had built startup creative around platforms that people could choose to engage with or not to engage with. So when you have a website and social media and a podcast, people either listen and love it and follow along or they don't. Um, but when you we, for me it felt like writing a book was really putting myself out there. It was going to be, you know, I'm am an author now. It's going to be around for a long time. It's going out into these bookshops and, you know, the potential for critics to get their hands on it or online reviews. Um, And so all of a sudden it was this, I've, you know, this even though I'd been doing this stuff and I knew it inside out and I'd hosted events with hundreds of people and sold courses and coached hundreds of people and, you know, thousands of people listened to this podcast, I was like, I do not know if I can do this. And it felt like, I felt like in, an imposter. I felt like if I write these words and they're not the right words, what are people going to say? Are they going to rip me to shreds? Like all of these things. So it was really real. And I think looking back on that, and I, and I see it a lot in business coaching. Um, it's like you finally get this goal and this dream, you know, and it pushes you, you're standing on the edge of a cliff and, you're there and all it takes is to say yes and to start and to take that one one step off the cliff and then all of a sudden you're flying and the adrenaline's there Um, but it's so easy to get to that very very edge and be like and doubt yourself and want to retreat and want to move back um, and I, I felt it in my body, I knew exactly how it felt and I, and I was like, this is really good for me <laughs> to be back at this place and to, to feel so scared of the unknown because this is what I talk about and this is what I teach and I coach. So I knew <laughs> that this was my time to practice what I preach and that if I could learn to, to push myself beyond the comfort zone, then I would be a better coach and I would be able to share the process, which is why we're here today sharing this podcast um so it was this fear and self-doubt that i was and i didn't even want to talk about it for a long time on social media i was like do i really want to tell people i'm doing this and to be really honest there was times in the process like even after i'd signed the contract and they'd paid their deposit that i would sit there in front of the screen and not know what to do and be like, and start instead of being like how do i write this book i would start figuring out how would i get out of my contract and maybe i would just give them the money back and and delete the instagram stories and no one will ever know that i i didn't i couldn't do it and it was like that that's how bad it was right i was like actually looking for ways out Um, so there was a few things that really helped me in this process. And the first one I think was asking for help. I knew that I wanted this goal. I knew that I wanted to get to the other side of it, but I could feel the resistance in my body. So, um, actually posting about it on Instagram, on Instagram stories for me, that felt like a way to keep myself accountable. And it, it was a, a way to make a footprint and to tell people so that um, I then had to follow through with it. <laughs> but I think that the best thing that came out of sharing in that process was the incredible support that I got from the community. And if you, that was you and you followed along, I'm so, so grateful. Like, I honestly cannot thank my Instagram community enough for showing up for me and supporting me and cheering me on and offering words of wisdom the whole way through. There was mornings when I would get myself up out of bed and sit at the computer and at 6am and I'd be like, I can do this. And I could, and then nothing would work. Nothing would come out and I would just procrastinate and post on Instagram but I would say, you know, has anyone got any tips? I've got nothing. I can't do this, and people would inundate my inbox with with advice. Um, and you know, every time that I did finish a chapter or we'll post an update of the progress, you know, sending little hand claps as a reply to an Insta story or saying I can't wait to read it, like all of that really, really helped. So. Reaching out and asking for help and not being afraid to be like, I know I'm the inspiring one for most of you most of the time, but I really need some help today, guys. Um, So knowing that I wasn't going it alone, and I think also something throughout the whole process was that I knew I was writing it from that community as well. I knew that I was writing it for my coaching clients, for people who follow us, who, who are listening to this podcast like it was for you guys. Um, and so holding you all at, at the center of that um, really helped me. I, I, I knew I wanted to put all of this advice in one place and, and make it an, an epic resource um, that would be accessible to so many people out there who might be looking to start their own businesses or side hustles or passions. Um, So holding that purpose um, for me was really, really helpful. And thank you again for everyone who, who supported me along the way. But one of the things, and I'll just give you some little practical things here that I learned was somebody said to me, take yourself away, take yourself away from um, your business, from your everyday life and from, uh, and even just like social life as well, like putting putting up boundaries. So with 18 weeks to go and no words on paper, <laughs> I booked myself into um, an eco lodge, which was out about two hours out of Melbourne. I booked out the whole place. The incredible owners um, helped me out. They gave me a a special rate and they were completely supportive and and loving and being like, get out here and write your book. Like we'd be honoured to be a part of the process. So I booked myself two weeks in an eco lodge. I packed my my food and put an auto-reply on my emails. And and I was like, right, I'm going to write four chapters in two weeks. I can do this. Um, and in that two weeks, I wrote one chapter, <laughs> and I was up and you know down, and I was trying to figure out a, a effective morning routine. I was procrastinating. It was beautiful property. It was like this luscious pool and nice big bush walks. So very easy to actually distract myself (laughs) and for those of you who have listened to our my procrastination um podcast you'll you can go back and that was recorded when when i was out there so i i share pretty honestly about the procrastination that came up um but i wrote i wrote chapter one there and for those writers out there um, my experience was that chapter one was the hardest chapter it was uh, I knew that I wanted it to be a really banging opening statement of why you should start um, your own business or why you should follow your passion or your dreams and why now is the best time because for me that feels like like why I started my business like it was that really strong statement of like this is you know so achievable and we can all do it if you're prepared to do it and so for me, I wanted to, I was okay to spend a bit of extra time on that chapter because it's a, it's an opening statement, right? It's the grabber. It's the thing that makes people feel empowered and not too overwhelmed and that, you know, will inspire them to finish the book, I guess, as well. So um, as much as I wanted to write four chapters, I ended up putting a lot of time and energy into studying and understanding human behavior and why we accept nine to fives that we don't love and where that came from and how we all ended up in, in, you know, clogging through the day to day just to get a paycheck and, and diving deep into human history, which was really, really inspiring. Um, So that's all what, what came out for chapter one and, Another thing that I learned through that was that as much as I set myself the goal to write four chapters, um, being okay with writing one really good chapter and getting it on paper um, and, and being a, being flexible with that, I think giving yourself grace and knowing that it's not all going to come out in one go and it's not as simple as, you know, banging out a blog post and I think having that voice in the back of my head of, like, this is going to be on print and distributed around the world like this has to be good <laughs> so holding that really high standard for myself and giving myself grace to to go and with the energy at the time which was to dive really deep into that chapter and to study a lot and i think in hindsight looking back on that it also produced for me a lot of habits so figuring out like that there was mornings out there where i just got up and started writing straight away and, you know, the days that I did that, I never wrote as clearly and I couldn't stay focused and I would, you know, the, the fear and the self-doubt was really big. And as much as I have always had a morning routine, um, the, the days that I didn't do that, like this is where I really learned how vital a morning routine was for me because um, I would actually physically stop myself halfway through the day and go and do a meditation or some sort of grounding practice that meant I was less in my head and jacked up on coffee and more in like a flow state, more in like an inspired, centered space, which is what meditation does for me. So figuring out how I work and what I needed to, to be able to work Um, well in in this new process was really vital for me so after I um, came home from those two weeks I um, sent my chapter off so another piece of advice that I got when I felt like I um, couldn't write was to get sub-editors or get editors and support team to build a team around you And I think this is, you know, advice that I give all the time. Like if you're not a graphic designer, then hire a graphic designer or if you haven't done business before, then get yourself a business coach. Like there's plenty of people out there who are better than you at certain aspects or that have gone before you and have already done it. So if they've already done it, then, you know, there's so much wisdom and you don't have to figure this out your, your own way like yourself. So what I did, I got recommended an editor, who was Abigail. Um, Those of you, she's absolutely incredible. If you need a copywriter or an editor, I'll put her link in um, the show notes. So Go and check her out or send me a DM and I'll I'll send work her way. Um, But I hired Abigail, who had written a couple of books before, and said, look, um, this is what I'm doing and I need some help and I need some feedback along the way. So she all she also became a bit of a writing coach for me. Um, and then the other thing I did was I hired my little sister, um, who is just incredibly smart and kind and efficient and uh, way more organized than I am. And so what I, my, I became, I built a process of, of a team around me. So I would write a chapter. I would give it to my little sister who would do a general edit of, of – um, Sentence structure and spelling and grammar, and also give some feedback as to whether things made sense because she's also my target market. And then from that, I would hand it to Abigail, who would give feedback and you know more sentence structure. And again, target market who has started her own business so was able to digest where things made sense or needed more information, or perhaps what information was missing. So that was our little team and I honestly feel like both of their names should be on the book because I could not have done it without them and I that once we did that for chapter one um, then I sent it off to the publishing house who then gave me feedback and what I realized is that when I first started out, you you know, you look at this big thirty thousand word count and fifteen chapters and you know, how many prints it's run as it's gonna have and you know the global reach that you can have and it all feels really big and overwhelming. But breaking it down into chapter by chapter and and putting it through other people's hands and words and and minds I felt instantly calmer and it was like being able to take it one step at a time and get feedback along the way so it didn't feel like this big, overwhelming um, project. So we sent it off to Chapter 1 to the publishing house who came back and were like, that's great, we love it, we think you're a great writer and we're really happy. So then we kept doing that. I kept doing that process. I would write something, my little sister would edit, then Abigail would edit and so by the time it was ready to submit the final um draft to the publishing house I knew that it would you know it was already holding up pretty well and I think that's the power of a team right like you you don't go it alone you you build these experts around you you build people around you who um will keep the the fear and the self-doubt and the overwhelm at bay and you know it's you're just not alone like I think everyone can relate in life of how scary it can be to feel alone um, and the reality is it doesn't matter what business you're in what stage you're at you don't have to go it alone there is someone out there whether it's a business coach or an accountant or a, a photographer or a best friend or a business partner a colleague um, somebody who can help you to feel like you they've got your back And I, I cannot recommend that enough. So if, if feeling overwhelmed and, you know, lost in your idea or your project is something that's really real for you, sit down and have a think, who's your team, who's around you, who's helping you on the way, because you don't have to carry it alone. So, um, yeah, so that was a, um, the kind of process that I did throughout, I guess, a few other things that i really, really learned along the way, um, was keeping the perspective, right? So another piece of advice that I got through Instagram was on the days where you felt like I couldn't write, where I really felt like it was too much, they somebody said to me, just get anything out, just put anything on paper. So I had pieces of paper everywhere, and I also had about five different Google Docs open at a time plus a note section on my computer, so as I was writing, I was keeping notes for thing, putting things in other chapters or ideas would come to mind and I would brain dump them into a separate document for a future chapter or I had a running list of quotes that I wanted to reference or, um, you know, case studies or ideas for uh, worksheets throughout it. Um, so I was, you know, as a, even though I was writing one chapter at a time, I was brain dumping whatever was coming up for me into its relevant chapters even if i didn't know how that was going to flow whether it would be relevant or not if it came up i would just get it out of my head and onto some sort of paper so really good process and i guess you can definitely apply this i know i do with um with business as well when you're when you've got juggling so many different projects or your mind feels really busy having a to-do list like I always sit down at my computer and you know even when I'm coaching have a a pen and paper next to me and you know as ideas or things that I haven't done or need to do come to mind I always just get it out of my head and put it on a to-do list and then I go back and reorganize it. So a really good way to keep your mind clear and um, to keep perspective as well and just take it one step at a time. I think for me that process of, of being able to just take it step by step was really powerful because there was times where you know really early on in the chapters where it was like oh, how am I going to get them from A to B like this is You know how do I teach how to start a business in thirty thousand words and fifteen chapters and keep it fun and inspiring to read? Right, like it's like felt like five years of my life in in all into into book in one book. Um, But the analogy that I kind of um, helped me through that process was that when you're climbing a mountain and it's you can you know you're at the bottom of the mountain you can only have your perspective your view is is limited to the height that you're at and each time you take a step you get a broader perspective right you get a and until you get to the top of the mountain where you might get this big 360 degree view and every time you take a step you get a new perspective so um, for me how I applied that was that I, would, I was at the bottom of the mountain and I just needed to do this one chapter. And then each time I took a new step, I got a new perspective of, of what needed to come next or you know what might have been missing or what else I wanted to add along the way. Um, so I think that's really, really vital to achieving any goal in life. If you try to jump straight to the top of the mountain, um, you know, it's going to be overwhelming and it'll just look so far away and such a big task. Um, but take one step at a time and know and trust that every step you take is going to give you a new perspective that maybe you weren't ready to hear or see or an opportunity might not have opened up um, until you had gotten to that point. So taking it one step and trusting and knowing that after each step, then you'll have a new you know, view or perspective or a new sense of clarity. Um, so it helps to keep the mind um, calm <laughs> and it helps to make the goal feel achievable as well. Okay, what else did I learn along the way? Oh, something really, really important, which I did not um, even uh, – what um, something else that was really vital um, was s- – Something else for me that was an absolute game changer and to be honest, I I thought it would actually make my life harder was continuing to business coach and to continuing to read books um, every single day, most days. So I I guess in my head I was like, if I read books, I'm going to A, compare myself and be like, these people are so much better than me, like I can't believe I'm writing a book. Or B, like that's more words in my head and it's going to like, you know, make it too overwhelming and too busy for me. And the same with business coaching. It's like I'm, I, it's a whole different mindset to business coach over sitting down and writing. So up until like the last few weeks, I was business coaching. And what I found with reading every morning and business coaching still throughout the week was that I was actually as I was learning and studying, I was teaching it. I was teaching it as I went through business coaching. So it meant that I was validating the ideas or that I was taking it from the words and I was speaking it out loud. So I was understanding it better and deeper. And then I was practicing it in other people's businesses and in my business um, to ensure that it was the right advice. So that was really vital, testing it along the way. And then reading actually filled my mind with so much wisdom and so much truth and like wider perspectives. And I was reading everything from like, you know, this Philosopher's Stone book that was this mystical kind of fictional book to Limitless from Jim Quick and marketing books and uh, The Artist's Way. So I had a a really wide variety of books um, that would inspire each different chapter or, or overarching messages that I was trying to portray. And what I found is like, you know, the analogy of when you put information, you know, we're all always storing information into our brain. And it actually is just adding to a bank, uh, you know, a library bank of um, data that your your mind is understanding and storing and a part of your belief systems. And so reading all of that content actually meant that it was something that I was understanding and then I would find inspiration to flow that into my words as well. So um, funnily enough, I thought that reading would make it more difficult for me but highly recommend keep studying and adding words because it actually creatively unlocked a lot for me and helped me um, and inspired me. You know, I read one book and it had like this little story analogy at the beginning. And that inspired me to use that style of writing when I was um, trying to teach a point as well. So highly, highly recommend. And you can also see how other people lay out their books and what you like about a book or don't like about a book. Um, So that was really, really helpful if you're looking to write a book. I guess, um. So then the other thing that um, I had to really practice was a routine. So especially in the last three weeks of writing that book, I had some personal struggles in my life. Um, I had a family member go through some some struggles. Um, COVID was happening. We were in lockdown lockdown. My computer died, and then I had to get a new one. I also had a bug on my computer, which meant that it was getting hacked right as I was about to finish the last chapter. Um, I started getting back pain from sitting at the computer all day. Um, I was drinking way too much coffee. Uh, I felt really wired, um, but I knew that I had to push myself to a level um, to really get this book out of my head and, and to the deadline. And, you know, there was times close to the end there where I wanted to beg my publisher for an extension. But something happened in me where I kind of kicked myself into gear and I think this is something that I'm definitely going to be passing on to you guys as as a bit of a tougher approach and especially to my business coaching clients of really pushing yourself to that next level And I think what I learned there is like it's so easy to have this dream and this goal and say, you know, I want to write a book one day. And imagine yourself at the book launch and on a a tour and signing books and people writing to you and saying that they're reading it, which was all what I wanted, right? But nothing comes without hard work. And I knew that I was going to have to really push myself to this next level in order to meet my deadline, in order to get the words out and onto paper. And I kicked myself into the next gear instead of asking for the extension. And I would get up at 5 a.m. every day. I would set my alarm. I would go straight to my meditation mat. I would do at least a half an hour meditation every single morning. Then I'd put my coffee on. And I would sit at my desk and I'd be at my desk by 6 a.m. And I would have a really clear outline of what chapter I was working on. And I would, even when my back hurt, even when I felt distracted, I would, I would kept pulling my mind back to no, sit here and, and do it. And I think that for me was a really, really good reminder as a business coach and as somebody who helps dreams come to life and also somebody who has even bigger dreams for themselves as well is that this is what it takes. And I've learned it time and time again through interviewing people on the podcast and for the magazine is that anyone who has success in their life pushes themselves. They work harder than other people. They are disciplined. They do what needs to be done even when they don't feel like it. I watched, you know, during isolation, I definitely watched lots of television. But, you know, for me, I love watching elite athletes. You know, I watched the Michael Jordan documentary, I've watched the Serena documentary, I started watching this one about this guy climbing. Um, but for me, they're really good reminders of people who really excel in life because they're disciplined, because they want their dream bad enough. And I think if there's one thing you take away from this process and you implement into your own life and your own business is that if you want it bad enough, you will get it done. And if, if you're sitting back and watching somebody else, um, live their best life and have their dreams come to life and, and, you know, travel and do whatever, anything that you want for your life that you're seeing somebody else do, it's because they're doing hard work. And not everyone shows that on Instagram. Not everyone shows, you know, what it really, really takes. Um, but I guarantee you that anyone who has success has worked really, really hard for it. And, you know, it didn't matter that the team at that point, you know, that final home stretch, it was about me pushing myself to sit in front of the, the screen and write the words. And as much as other people around me supporting me and cheering me on, and feeding me and all the things i had to be the one to write those words i had to be the one to sit and type on that keyboard and at the end of the day that's the you know you're the only one between you and your dreams and your goals so if you really really want it and you can visualize it and you can see it and you know i talk about this a lot but i truly believe it and this is exactly what i did was that I kept visualizing the book launch. I kept visualizing seeing it in bookshops. And so even when it felt hard, I sat at that computer and I didn't get up and I kept writing and I kept that 5 a.m. alarm clock and I would be in bed by 8 a.m. so that I I had a full night's sleep in order to get up and I wasn't socializing and I wasn't, um, you know, coaching and I wasn't, you know, doing other things that um, would have been nice distractions, but I really, you know, um, tunnel visioned deep into that end goal. And then just finally, I think something that I'm really passionate about and I'm actually going to start teaching in the mindset of the entrepreneur online course that's coming up is this whole idea of being of service and finding what your passion is and tapping into an inner wisdom and an an inner truth. And I really deeply believe that each of us are on this planet for a reason. And when dreams and goals come to life or doors open or opportunities arise for you to take action on them and for you to actually bring them to life, then that's because you're meant to. You're meant to have that experience. You were meant to be an author. You're meant to be the founder of that company or that, you know, artist, whatever it is, right? If you're dreaming it and you're desiring it and it shows up in your life, then it's meant for you and you have to be the one to bring it to life. So when when it really got hard for me, I sat at that computer And there was days where I just went, okay, people have gone before me and written these books. I had full respect for anyone who's ever written a book on a typewriter or handwritten a book. I was absolutely like, how did they do that? So people have gone and proven that this is possible, that a book can be written, right? And I'm here to prove to you that somebody without a business degree and was a C minus English student can write a, pub, a, a printed published book on how to start a side hustle so it somebody has gone before you to do this and has done it so there is evidence So find that evidence and hold on to it and then when it got really hard i think for me and my from my meditation practice and understanding what i do know about you know the very basics of quantum physics and and having this you know universal knowledge of of wisdom that is exists out there you know it's that that's a vibration that exists of wisdom and knowledge of what people need to hear and what people need to know and my job was to get out of my head get out of my ego and to channel you know you guys as my audience and say how can I be of service how can I serve my audience how can I write this and Program these words with passion, with a genuine desire to help, with a really clear mindset hacks and practical tips that people can easily understand, and worksheets that mean that they will implement it and actually learn this stuff. Because for me, I feel like my passion is that you don't need to have a business degree, you don't need to have all of the the resources or or the knowledge um, or or money behind you in order to to bring your dreams and your goals and your business ideas to life. You just have to be passionate about it. You just have to care enough. And I want my passion is that you guys know that, that you know that anything is possible. If you put your mind to it, if you hold firm to your vision and you get up every day and work hard in the direction of that goal, then anything that you want is possible and I had to practice that for myself to make this dream a reality. But every word that I wrote was programmed with that with that vision of teaching you guys that and making sure that you knew that at the end of that book, if you wanted a business, you could go out and you could do it and that you were capable. So there was days where I just sat there and I was like, just would breathe through my heart and, and just really, you know, focus on my heart and breathe and be like, okay, this is not about me. This is about c- putting all of the wisdom and, you know, to be honest, like business advice, the, everything that I've learned, I've learned, right? There's things that I've discovered and I've, I've put into my own words or lessons that I've learned from being in business, but most of it is been written somewhere else or, or taught. And I was putting my spin on it and I was putting it in a way that was um, – relatable to you guys as the audience so I knew that it was all out there and that I just had to you know bring it in through me in a way that would would put the startup creative um, tint on it so it it got me out of my head and on those days when I was really able to tune into that flow state was when it felt like I was writing my best work and you know, right down to the last chapter, where Abigail, my editor, said that she got quite emotional when she read it. And to be honest, you guys, when you read it, I hope you feel it as well because I cried the whole way through la- writing the last chapter. I'd been on this like it felt like a rebirth of a like a burning through the fire of pushing myself to this next level and really challenging myself and. Writing in, in a, you know, a, a tone of voice that was like, Hey guys, I'm here. I've got you. We're on this journey together. We've got this. And so by the time the last chapter happened, I felt quite sad. I was like, Wow, like I felt like I'd already been on the journey with you. So then so having finished it and sent it off. the publisher I literally collapsed on the ground and started crying and was like I did it I pushed myself I I wanted that I had a dream I had a goal it felt really challenging there was plenty of times that I thought I couldn't do it I procrastinated the imposter syndrome was really really loud in my head Um, I felt exhausted at times I felt emotionally drained Um, but I got up and I kept pushing myself because I knew I wanted it bad enough. And that was, that's all it takes, right? Whether it's writing a book, starting a business, you know, running a marathon, whatever it is, losing weight, whatever is on the other side of your dream and your goal, it really is about holding that vision, um, and being prepared to do the work and quieten the voice in your head, build a team around you. Build daily habits even when you don't feel like it that you know are going to be good for you um, and get up and take yourself in the direction of that dream and that goal. I hope that helps. It's a bit of a long personal story that I haven't yet shared in such detail. So um, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. I'd love to hear what you what you thought of this journey and what you might be working on as a dream or a goal Um, And I look forward to sharing the end product with you in 2021. Have a great day, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week.